0: Slants podcast viewers, and I'm uh on location today in beautiful New Jersey. Of course, a lot of us call New Jersey a cesspool because uh, I guess they have a lot of that swampland, I guess, but to each his own, though. Uh, but I am here, like I said, on location in uh, the compound as it was dubbed, uh, Casa del image that's right we had a sleepover with uh our 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 uh compadre no we did not spoon he is that image guy that italian hero that italian stud muffin with that beautiful vice president of operations here uh buddy the beagle he is joey joseph image
1: good morning I feel like uh, I'm so close I could touch you. Hey, we have the same yeah. background.
0: Wait, we get, we get... oh, uh, I was trying well, to get... we're, we're cl- Yeah, <laughs> see, you can see my arm right there.
1: Yeah, I can't, I can't get in yours, but this is a wide camera, sh- so you can.
0: Because you got short arms anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm like a T-Rex.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we had some fun uh, last night at the event we were at last night, and uh, Joey. I guess,
1: I guess it doesn't matter if I mute myself to cough because you're right next to me. Right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, joey and anja uh, they they gave uh, a heart heartwarming uh invite for me and uh jocelyn up jojo photos that's right like share comment subscribe jojo photos uh for us to come uh kick it over here with them since we're in the area since our last hotel experience in this area was a uh, uh oh my god the shits <laughs> with all the marker and stuff and the you it, yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh but yeah they were welcome their home to us and we appreciate that much so gracefully um and uh are are we forgetting somebody or or are we just gonna continue on with the show oh i'm like huh who are we forgetting oh i know that guy who did not sit down and have breakfast with us today because we were we had a nice powwow uh he's our man he's the leader of the Old school, not new school, old school, because he's an old head like us. He is T. Tony Reyes. Good morning, T. Good,
2: good morning. I'm not on screen. Now I'm on screen. Why is everything lagging?
0: You're lagging. Here, we'll put You're you in lagging. the center. We'll put you Damn. in the center. Look at you. Look at that stud. Mo- Ladies, he's uh. uh Didn't his really- old own- his only fans?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, morning, Joey.
1: Good morning, brother. We just had oh. a nice home-cooked breakfast. You, uh, you missed it. My wife went all out.
2: Word uh, as left. usual. I paid $5 for a bagel sandwich.
0: There oh <laughs> we go. Had, we had breakfast delivered last night.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we had we had breakfast ingredients delivered last night. She cooked it all up this morning. It was good shit. Uh, that's
0: good oh, coffee with almond milk. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah we gotta have almond milk because I'm on my stupid diet. But hey, I'm as of yesterday, I'm down 24 pounds, man. So two people told me last night I look like I lost weight in my face. I'm like, man, I hope so because I don't
0: see it. Oh uh, man, uh. Well, before we get into things, I might as well jump into some of our cheap plugs. As usual, I'm gonna kick it off uh right here with our friends located in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, at Red Row Sports Cards. Uh, they buy, sell, and trade all types of sports cards, whether it be Football, baseball, hockey, basketball, even wrestling, that's right. Uh, Red Rose SportsCards.com in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Uh, they are also one of the sponsors of, of the newly uh the, the the newly promotion that just performed Friday night, uh Three Legacies Wrestling. So if you're in the area and you need tickets, you can go there too as well and get tickets for any three legacies wrestling uh also in west Reading, pennsylvania uh we have symbiote collectibles you know toys games nostalgia all sorts of funds uh i got some of my uh games for for the original nintendo system from there uh i picked up some action figures there too uh you know in like one of the boxes you just dig through and search and see what they got there this week but yeah they have a whole host of different and they play uh like i think it's like pokemon or magic the Gathering or something in the basement too i'm not into that type of stuff but if you are and and, and you want to throw and you want to throw down with some cards with the other uh cats in in the building yeah just stop by out collectibles see the owner max tell him chio sent you and uh hopefully he gives you a discount probably not but you can only, only wish yeah Hey, is there any uh spots out here in the Jersey that 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 uh, that you go to the to get any of your uh, special needs by chance? Uh, what I didn't say you were special. I'm talking about any collectible stuff or any like you know? stuff
1: like that. Yeah, there's a ton of them. I'm, yeah. I'm 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 gonna look this way, so I'm seeing the camera. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> I forget you. I'm right making, next to yeah, it. I
0: forgot. Yeah, I'm <laughs> right yeah, right yeah, right yeah.
1: Right. Yeah, there's a ton of them around here, man. There's uh, there's Pandora's box, which does. Uh, video games, toys, collectibles, stuff like that. And every I think it's every week, maybe, or every two weeks, they have a big uh, uh, wrestling autograph signing. So, a ton of guys have been there, current guys and guys from the past. Um, what else? There's level one games, it's all video game stuff. Uh, there's yeah, there's a bunch. There's I I have a whole list of them written down. Me and my wife, where we just try to go to like a new place every once in a while, and uh, there's a ton of them I got written down. Some i never heard of, I've only seen on, on Facebook, I haven't been to yet. But the, the biggest, most well-known one around here is probably Pandora's Box. Because, they again, they've been starting to do a lot of uh, signings the last couple of weeks, too. The last couple of months, I should say.
0: And that that's really big up in the in the wrestling industry for anyone to attract wrestling fans to their shops.
1: <coughs> maybe I could talk, talk to them about a sponsorship. I've, oh. been down, I've been there once. I met the guy, Eric, that owns the place. He actually offered me $700 for that. Sealed in box Dreamcast, right there Oh damn! That came out in 1999. It's sealed, brand new in the box. It's not sealed, I should say yeah. that. It was when I got it. I opened it to do an unboxing video on YouTube, but he offered me 700 bucks for it. I turned him down. I paid 28 for it.
0: Yeah, that 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 that'd be a nice idea for. But, uh, uh,
1: but yeah, because they do uh, because of the wrestling signings. I mean, they've had a bunch of people there. Eric Bischoff's been there. Um, uh, who's? Uh, hang on, let me actually look it up because they've done a ton of signings.
0: Okay, why, why he's doing that, folks out there, if you have an establishment, a store or something like that, and if, and if you want to, uh, I'm not going to say financially sponsor us, but if you want uh, uh, to plug us in your store.
1: Today, from 12 to 3, uh, Tony Storm. Um, yeah, today, October 23rd. So in March, uh, the Acclaimed was there. March uh, 26th, The Acclaimed was there. Uh, today, Tony Storm will be there. Yeah, here it is right here. Pandora's box. Um, wait a minute. Yeah, so today is Tony Storm. October 23rd from 12 p.m. to 3 p.m. Uh, Kern Angle was there recently. Uh, so there's a video of Kurt Angle there from two days ago, so I'm assuming he was there like last week.
0: So, so yeah, I'm saying, uh, fans, if you guys want to, uh, uh, support us, uh, as far as, uh, businesses out there, if you have any place that's summer to any L and Hey, you can, uh, shoot us a plug, uh, 19th. And, we'll, and we'll trade off plugs, which is
1: November 19th. Johnny Gargano is going to be there. Uh, I got to talk to these guys. So, so yeah, I was saying I met that guy, Eric, that owns the place, and we got along real good because we were talking about the Dreamcast and stuff. So maybe, just maybe, we could work something out. Dan Housen was there uh, in October also. October, uh, was it last week? Uh, Two weeks ago. Dan Housen was there. Uh, Gangrel's been there. Kevin Nash, uh, an old guy. Uh, So they they, they do mostly wrestlers, but they've had other guys that aren't wrestlers too uh Scott Steiner both steiners actually uh um, oh,
0: but they're wrestlers
1: Foley was there <laughs> uh Eric Bischoff's been there in the past uh the the powers of pain right here I should
0: I should have been there for that one
1: uh Doink I don't know I don't know who Doink and Val Venus I, I'm assuming this is Phil Apollo because it's sadly not Matt Bourne uh but yeah so you get the idea they have a ton of uh Ton of wrestlers there, always doing autographs. Here's Kevin Nash. Um, so maybe I actually will speak to him. Darby Allen. Allen, William Shatner was there in April. <laughs> That's excellent. Only 300 tickets sold for William Shatner. Wow. Uh, oh, there's Tony Storm again. Which Tony Storm has a tattoo of uh, Eric, Eric. Edwards' scissor hands, which I didn't know. I can't show this picture on the show, but uh, Chio can see it from where he's sitting. Pretty nice tone. I wonder if she'll be signing there, that one today.
0: There. Uh, you know, the people go, he got to love her assets.
1: I wonder if they're going to be signing that picture today. Uh, yeah, so there's more. There's Hey, there's uh, actually Pro <coughs> Wrestling Magic alumni Lou Bruno with Kurt Angle right there on their Facebook page.
0: I didn't I'd expect to see that,
1: actually. That's pretty funny. Yeah. So a lot of Kurt Angle pictures.
0: Uh, just to cut you off here, I I don't mean to cut you off though, but you mentioned Kevin Nash, and uh, I just want us here at the podcast, we want to send out a shout out, you know, prayers and stuff to the family. Uh, he re- recently lost his uh, son. Yeah, during the uh, week, just a few days yeah,
1: ago. Tristan.
0: Tristan, yeah. Twenty
1: six, man. Twenty six years old is way, way, way yeah. too young to go,
0: man. And uh, somebody mentioned it's so it was. I, I I think one of you mentioned that it just happens to be the same as the birthday of Scott yeah. Hall as well. So
1: Yeah, that fucking day is just
0: Yeah, that's gonna haunt him forever, that you know, for the rest of his life between yeah, you know day. his son and, and, and Hall. Not... Yeah. Yep. So much prayers and love goes out to him. Um yeah, there's nothing more that we can really say. It's like uh it like it's a constant roller coaster in this business where you know we're always gonna lose someone uh, that's close to somebody else in this business, whatever. But we try to be a big family, try to support each other the best we can, uh, and that's all we can do. Just you know, just keep each other in each other's prayers, uh, and uh, and try to do what's best, um, just to keep moving forward in life. Ah, uh, but. <sighs> As we keep pushing forward,
1: uh... hey, back to real, really quick, just one more Pandora's box thing. There's another picture of my buddy on the screen, Jan Batista. No relation to Dave Batista, but name is spelled the same way. But he's with Tyler Main, who uh, formerly of WCW and also played uh, Michael Myers in Rob Zombie's Halloween. So they do have a ton of a lot of crossover talent too, like that. Ton of ton of man. Uh, I just saw two other pictures of guys I didn't realize did uh, signings. Oh, yeah, Malachi Black I didn't realize was there. And uh, actually, no, Malachi Black will be there in December. And Darby (laughs) Allen will be there in uh, two weeks, November 6th. So that's two weeks, yeah.
3: So, guys, check out
1: Pandora's Box in Lafayette, New Jersey. This is not a sponsored spot, but I'm a huge fan of the store and uh, uh, maybe hopefully we can work together in the future. We can, maybe we can do a live podcast in Pandora's box.
0: Yeah, you never know.
1: Um, yeah, so uh, go check them out. Just, just Google search Pandora's box, Lafayette, New Jersey. Great store if you're into collectibles, even uh, retro games. They have a music section where they have old vinyls and stuff. Even there's some 8-tracks and old tapes and stuff. Uh, they buy and sell and trade, so bring your stuff down there too before you have a garage sale. Bring it down there. Yeah. And, uh, just check, check them out. out. Tell um, them, uh, well, well don't I'm tell my singer; They don't know my name, but whatever.
0: I'm checking out our, our, yeah. our Twitter feed on, uh, well, obviously on Twitter and we have, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah? we're, uh, we, we, we have a, a reply in our box, uh, from, uh, Mr. Ooh, la la. He's just, really? yeah, he's, he's just asking what country are, are you in? Cause, uh, uh, he 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 replied. Uh, as oh, on
1: I the can't street, see it. yeah. Wait, Wait, he he tweeted to the body right, slam right
0: here. That's yeah. What? <laughs> but uh, well, the world famous Mister Ula La. I was gonna
1: say that's the Mister Ula La. Mister
0: the Ula La. Yes, yes, yes. We are here uh in the good old USA. Uh, currently, uh, well, we usually stream between Pennsylvania and New Jersey, but now well, T's in Pennsylvania. We're both in New Jersey currently right now, but yeah, uh, uh, Mr. Well, I've seen him on a lot of shows. We work with him everywhere. Like great dude. Very hilarious. I'm Uh, happy that
1: he's still wrestling by the way.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm happy that he's still working. Yeah. Even though he's dastardly at, at one point, the fans still love him. They love to hate him. That's what it is. Great guy. Great guy. Uh, and another great guy that we know known for a long time. Well, a couple of them. They actually have books out. And Joe, I'm going to let... Uh, yep. Oh, he's <laughs> hacking up a lung. <clears throat> One more time. Come on. <clears throat> All right. Pat him on the back, somebody. Uh, So, Joe. Yeah. Our buddies. I'm
1: going to plug this lid. Yo, uh, today... <laughs> Uh, I was actually gonna look for the books before, but I didn't I didn't have a chance to find them. But anyway, go on Amazon, look for both of these books you see on the screen here, the three count by Jimmy Corderas and class and Session by Steve the Teacher. Go check them out. Both are worth very much worth your time. Buy the Steve the Teacher one first because I'm in it. Um, but buy both of them, please. Uh, the Jimmy Corderes, uh his follow-up book is gonna have a whole section about being on our show. so I don't know, I'm just. <laughs> uh but well, i'll pay, pay him, him uh, i'll pay him a little extra money if, if he'll do it for us so, so anyway, anyway uh yeah so go check out both of those books on amazon you see the prices right there for the kindle version for uh for jimmy's book is 15 dollars. paperback is 20 dollars. there's no hardcover version um and then steve's book free kindle version is free which is i don't know i don't I mean, think do people still have kindles oh that's weird uh is 14 bucks and the hardcover which i didn't know they were going to make until i bought the paperback is 17 bucks both of them very worth it i mean if, if if is anything, is, like, like physical copy, physical like a physical book or like a physical video game i don't want it like to download the digital games or whatever so if you have physical book, machine, get the paperbacks man 20 bucks and 14 bucks is worth it uh, uh, check it out we sent you and they'll charge double. Thanks. Hmm.
0: It's uh yeah, you know, it's odd uh, like I hear you clear sitting next to me, but yeah. something over the headset now it's like you're starting to break in and out. Yeah for some reason. so when I do this, when I put the no, I mean when you were talking I we, so when I put the mic up
1: it mutes it. Uh uh-huh. So when you're
0: talking,
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna mute it because I'm, I'm hearing myself
0: through you <laughs> and through so. all right.
1: It's echoing, but not really. Uh
0: Echo. so anyway, we'll get into other plugs uh later on uh as we're about to be all all, when we go off the air but let's get into uh today's topic and that is spooktacular gimmicks it is the halloween season we see a lot of current spooky uh characters that's in the world of wrestling but we're gonna go reverse and go back in history with some of the uh Greatest, uh, I'm not gonna say the greatest. There's some that aren't maybe not as famous as others are maybe not as well known to the wrestling fans out there of people who had uh spooky characters. As far as I'm, I might as well kick. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna,
1: gonna go. add creepy to this too. Spooky or creepy, or both.
0: Okay, sounds sounds logical. Along the
1: same lines, almost.
0: I su- I figure I will kick it off with uh. One of my personal favorites uh depends on when you started watching wrestling. I'm gonna say before he became a baby face, uh he was kind of creepy to me it was and that was uh, George the animal still
1: That's one I didn't think of
0: <laughs> uh the guy for 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 those who don't know, uh, look him up Google. I'm like he's all got Google in front of you. check it out uh. Type in george the animal still harry all over ball guy green tongue ugh, wild crazy guy until he became a well he was still doing that when he was baby but he was more downplayed friendly and he had that little mime uh uh mine that was the name of the gimmick he had uh little stuffed off but before that uh he was just a wild beast running around the ring uh terrifying the crowd uh And then eating the turnbuckles and stuff like that. Like, who? you don't ever see nobody else in this business done that. He'll go shred it to pieces. And they must have had a nice payroll because they let him do it every show.
1: They were always – they had like – you know when you go to Amazon and they buy something, it says one-time purchase or subscribe and see if you get it once a month. They had turnbuckles on the subscribe purchase thing probably every like two weeks. They were getting an old bag of buckles for, for steel to eat into. Nobody, Nobody – you know what? That's, that's a good gimmick right there doing the turnbuckle thing, and it's been long enough I think where enough fans wouldn't know what it is nowadays that somebody else could do that, even if they were – not like saying let's, let's call him George Steele Jr., but like you know I think enough fans today obviously the older guys like us would know but I think enough fan, modern fans they wouldn't really know what it is and wouldn't get the reference and it would be cool to do it again
0: yeah for as far as like uh back then uh him being a scary aspect of the wrestling world to fans was a rare a rare treat because it was like maybe a couple people doing that particular type of gimmick being scary with the fans not so much as today where you have them everywhere now coming out people who's creepy t what is your uh insight on on george still was you a big fan of his like like back then growing up too did you kind of get that scariness from him or was like yeah to you? or did you come in uh when he was like more of the baby face um
2: i really didn't care for george steele
0: Wow. No. Okay. All right. Wow. Well, that's a short-lived conversation with T, t- about George Still. That honestly, dude, I was like, uh, ter- like I, I was one of those ones who would be like, if George came around, I'd be terrified. Like, like I said, up until the point where he turned babyface with um, the whole thing with a uh, Macho Man, Elizabeth, and Randy Savage. When that all Liz, Liz. Liz. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh a lot of, me, a lot of Well, like I said, George still is going to be my number one pick for for me for the for the first one that really really got to me though. Uh but there's a whole list of other people as well. Uh Joe, who do you have uh one that you like to mention that that probably the fans say that forgotten about. Uh well, we're
1: going to mention I'm sure a lot of all three of us are mention a lot of the same ones um but i want to kind of bring up uh i don't know i have just so many going through my head i was thinking like one that people may not think of uh right away is evil doink when met so matt born was doing regular doink and then he started doing evil doink and you can hear like the music would start like that circus clown music and then it would like drop off into like an evil like eerie kind of creepy like theme song and he would he would come out and he always had, like, the evil face. And then he started doing, like – he didn't even – he stopped painting his whole face. Like, I think when it went on to the Independence, he stopped painting his whole face. He would just do, like, the sad clown kind of deal and just do, like, his eyes and his mouth. And it, 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 that looked creepier to me because you could see the skin come, coming through. Um But, yeah, that's one I think is not going to be on a lot of people's list, but that's it's always on mine as creepy slash spooky.
0: Yeah, when, when – when what you're saying about painting half the face is when he went to ECW – and they oh, and, and they had him as a uh, reborn.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Matt Bourne, right, right.
0: And I I thought it was pretty cool in WWE though had the creepy crown because there's a lot of people out there who have fear, le- le- legitimate fear of clowns who are scared. Yeah. And and
1: uh. That's why I thought of this because of that because I know I've got I, I'm one, my one sister is afraid of clowns and my and, and the funny thing is my other sister loves them. She has, like, little clown statues and stuff. Like, ever since she was, like, a teenager, they were all over our house and stuff. So it's, it's funny, but uh, that's part of why why I think uh, that guy should be on this list. And rest in peace to Matt Board. He was a good dude. We used to do uh, live radio. Before it was called a podcast. It was internet radio. We used to do uh, the same, uh, on the same online network. I was the Wednesday night show. He was the Thursday night show. But uh, he was a good dude. And uh, I think because of what you said, the fear of clowns thing is why I would include him on this list. I'm trying to not talk too loud so your mic doesn't pick me up. Nah, that's all right. I can already hear the echo.
0: <laughs> T, who do you got for us?
1: Uh, as a kid, Undertaker.
0: He's he's the number one in every uh, yeah. online
1: pick. Yeah. Well, duh. Like, well, like I said, the three of us going to have a lot of the same
2: picks. <laughs> well, he came out pasty, white, looking like he's about to kill people. As an adult, as an adult, watching Great Kylie wrestle,
1: that, oh <laughs> that's not a spooky gimmick. It's, have you seen Great Kylie wrestle? Yes. Nothing spooky about him. I, I, think, <laughs> he's saying, no, I think. he's saying about a, him
0: wrestling is spooky. I know.
1: I know. I, I get it. It just I don't know. <laughs> I was I was thinking of like the more like the topic.
0: What's your most spooky? T. You, what's your most spookiest Undertaker moment?
2: Uh, <clears throat> time when, uh, uh when uh over. Yokozuna Yokozuna was basically K him off and then the lightning struck the casket and then he appeared on the screen I believe He ascended to heaven
0: Yeah, I remember that uh, <laughs>
2: That was good Um, As an adult when WrestleMania 20 when he came back with the after all the American badass shit and um, it was was really spooky. It was more like nostalgic. He had his uh hat and a uh, jacket, you know, and he was just coming off the whole big red double gimmick things like that. And then he took a little time off, and then uh WrestleMania twenty came around and. Kane challenged him, and he came back in full gear. No pun intended. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's coming up, isn't it?
2: Yeah, that's November I something. Think...
1: Yeah. Uh, Joe, how about you? What'd I you... forgot about that Red Devil. game. They put out a really cool shirt with that like that hand-drawn skull or whatever it was, that logo. I forgot about that gimmick. That was really cool. I like that. I wasn't into the screen thing ascending to heaven. I thought it was weird. I didn't understand it. But um, uh, you want, like, another pick for me?
0: Um, I, I was going to ask you, what is your uh, your, your, your Undertaker moment? Oh, uh, man.
1: Um, oh, you know what? Uh, one of the things I really liked that, that, that they did with him is when he came through the bottom of the ring and grabbed Nash and pulled him down, or, or Diesel at the time, I think he was, and pulled him under the ring, and then all the smoke shot up. Remember that? Yeah, that, yeah, I remember that. That was cool. Oh, that and when he buried Paul, Paul Bear in cement. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I,
1: I forgot about that. I, that was a funny one. That was a funny one. It wasn't scary, but
0: it was funny. I I uh fixed our our, our my, my feedback thing uh with you by hitting my mute button on here when I'm not talking. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Uh, but yeah, my mo- my undertaker moment that probably uh felt scary to me when i watched it was uh when he was on uh the brother love show and they had the casket out there and they trapped the uh ultimate warrior inside and i'm thinking oh casket's there's no air in there. He's going to suffocate. He's going to die. Yeah. That was my moment. Like, oh my and God, they are going to, they're going to kill him on live on air. Like what the they hell? opened
1: the top of the casket and it was all ripped up and they're like, oh my God, he must've been fighting to get out. I thought, I thought you were, you know, what's another good one. When you talk about that, this wasn't the brother love show. Then that I was thinking of, this is the Paul bear show or the, whatever the hell, Fino Parlor when, when um, I think it was when him and Jake were feuding and they caught Taker's hand in the casket and he was going after Jake, but dragging the casket with him because his hand was in it. Uh, I forgot about that warrior thing. Yeah, that was creepy, man. I didn't know. I mean, I was a kid when that, that was uh, 88, 89, something like that. No, or, or no that was 90, 91, 92 maybe because he didn't come in until 90. So that was probably 91, 92. I was, uh, God, I left 14 years old or 15 years old at the time. So I was like, holy crap, what the hell's going on here? Like they're going to kill this guy.
0: Uh and uh speaking of Jake, you mentioned Jake. Jake was uh
1: he was a creepy dude too.
2: He, he was
0: creepy though. Yeah, he he was in his sick twisted Yeah, but we we're, we're, we're talking about gimmicks here,
1: not Jake the real guy.
0: So. Yeah. <laughs> but like uh
2: his like serial killer psychology, type that he does you know what I mean? He, he he was on a whole different level of just messing with your mind. So yeah, Jake Jake deserves to be on the list, in my opinion. As a scary yep. character. Yep, yep yeah, I agree.
0: And, and and the point and the point where you said about the the where he start doing the things with the Undertaker with uh Macho Man where they went to ruin the wedding party or whatever. Oh yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: Between,
2: uh, And between the, that
0: and the snake the, bite. Yeah. But between them doing that segment together and then he had the other thing where he was uh what uh trying to help help the ultimate warrior yeah. with that with, with the whole uh, dramatic scene snake man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh let me see who who else do we have on our list? I know Joe mentioned uh Well, I would, I
1: would say, say before we had DDP stalker, we had Barry Windham the stalker. And they used to show pictures of him. Uh God, he was like yeah, dude, they would show him like behind bushes and stuff like or like in the weeds or whatever. Like
0: to me, to me that was a short lived and it wasn't oh, yeah, that there But it didn't last long, but but that gimmick remind me of like a guy in the backwoods just stalking prey and animals and stuff, not people. It just, <laughs> it was like, to me, to me, I all well, I got was called out of it
1: stalker. I mean, how much creepier I, can you get?
0: <laughs> all I got out of it is what, like, he was a hunter. That's it. <laughs> like, I, I never found anything creepy about, about him at all. But uh, I, knew, I know you mentioned uh, earlier as we were talking off fear about uh, the Taskmaster. Yeah, Kevin <laughs> Sullivan. Uh, he was just—he
1: was just a creepy human. Period. Actually, him and the whole, the whole Dungeon of Doom gimmick as a whole, I think, was kind of was kind of like that. Him and Purple Haze. Remember Mar- they did Mark Lewin, Purple Haze, mm-hmm. where he came up out of the water. Um, which they—that's re- they pretty
0: tried much to where uh, Luna started too with him back then. Wasn't that down in Florida, right?
1: Yeah, she was the Fallen Angel. Uh, uh no, no. wait a minute, woman was the Fallen Angel. I was it woman? No, was Luna. it wasn't. Nancy Benoit was was uh, the fallen angel. I thought.
0: I thought Luna was a part of it as well. No, 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 no. Luna, well, the the Vashans. That's why I'm thinking. Yeah. but yeah, I I believe it was woman. Yeah, because he married her. That's right. Yeah, you're right. Woman, my bad. See, I. Yeah. I need to start reading more. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he he had a whole host of people in his uh stable. I'm not gonna say one stable, but his his Dungeon of Doom pretty much ran throughout the years, like decades of from yeah. back then all the way from from the Florida days all the way up to uh, uh to the days in WCW. Yeah, uh, you mentioned the, the 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 Purple Haze, Mark Lumen. He also <laughs> then he also have uh, uh Abby. Abdul the butcher, part of it. I think
1: so. Yeah, yeah. another uh, another another scary, scary guy. Y- yep,
0: dude. Just those eyes alone when he's looking at you, the methodical stuff, and then he, he's down there with <coughs> a fork stabbing people in the damn head with a fork and so You know, yo, between him and his matches with uh, Cactus McFoley, they were legendary. So, but uh, yeah, uh, as far as Taskmaster goes, as uh, Kevin Sullivan, we were saying. Uh, him being so just methodical, evil because it's been said that uh, what what is that that he he belongs to the Church of Satan or whatever in real life. Mm-hmm. So like, how much more evil can you get than than that? And then bringing it into your gimmick and there's some other stuff uh that people talked about online but we're not going to get into it on the show here today regarding him and that uh organization with other tragic moments that happen in the world but we're just talking about gimmicks we're not talking about other issues though yeah, yeah. so we're definitely going to get off of that one day real quick <laughs> but mark lumen is like for him being a pur- 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 purple haze and stuff like that you know the the whole uh now was he more like hypnotic if anything that's
1: the way I always thought when I was younger that Kevin uh that taskmaster who had like some kind of like hypnotic control mind control kind of deal going on with those guys with that whole group
0: yeah and then what about this guy ah uh, the boogeyman yeah judge right just worms alone yes had had me all creeped out. T. Uh, if you worked the boogeyman, and he was gonna uh, feed you some worms, no nah, What? Nah, you,
2: nah. You... I'm I'm powdering out and leaving.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Correct. Look at that. Correct. Yes, He's exactly. got the right I'm idea. Not,
2: I'm
1: not I'm doing that.
0: Nope. nope Yo,
1: I did. I did an autograph convention in 2015 in a in a, in New Jersey, and boogeyman was booked on the thing. So I pull in and park. We had to. It opened, I think, at ten in the morning. We had to be there by eight to set up or whatever. So I pull up and park, and then as I'm getting out of my car, pickup truck pulls up next to me and parks. And then there's another car on this side or whatever. And out of the pickup truck comes Boogeyman, and he's in his full gimmick already. Like like he drove there with all this crap on. It was, it was so comedy. funny. He had a bag of words that he just got at a bait shop, and and his his whole case face was all painted up and everything. There you go. Now it sounds better. His whole face was painted up and everything. He got out of the car. No shirt. Just the way he would come to the ring. And uh, he went into the back and grabbed his staff out of the back of the car. It was just the so funniest goddamn thing. I never, I never seen someone drive like that that, that that took it that far and drove in their whole full gear. Like, he didn't just paint his face. He would paint his entire head. Like, he had a little bit of hair on top, like in a V form. And then he would paint all that, and like paint the back here, and then of like the black dots or whatever. It was insane. But this guy drove to the thing. I don't know what, from where. In his whole, like, I could, could you imagine being a cop pulling this guy over and like getting yeah, the window? Oh shit! Never mind. I was just kidding, man. Just keep going, keep going. Just, just go wherever you're going. And like holy Christ. <laughs>
0: I know, I know uh one person we met I mentioned uh, a little bit ago that I was mistakenly, uh, and that was uh Luna Vashan. Yeah. Yep. yeah. As as yeah. much as scary as she was, like com- to other people, for the people who didn't know her behind the scenes, she was one of the sweetest darlings you could Ever yeah. meet in this? But she was like a mother figure. Actually,
1: speaking of Lancaster, that's where I first met her. Uh, I did a show for uh, for Johnny Glitter in Lancaster that she was on. I was gonna say she was one of the sweetest. Uh, she's someone that always defined um, opposite of a gimmick, whatever that phrase is. Like you're you're this person in the ring, but you're complete opposite outside of it. Like in real life, she's one of those completely different than than what she uh, than what she portrayed uh, on TV or whatever.
0: Yeah, it's funny because they're uh, speaking of her, like in that way, in terms, there are so many other female talent today. Today, I think is very inspired by Luna, who does creepy gimmicks, who are when you talk to them in reality, they are a lot of the sweetest women that you could ever meet.
1: Yeah, some of these women are too nice to be in the wrestling business. Man, there's too many sweethearts around that, that are just, they're too nice to be in this business.
0: <laughs> and, and and the thing is, they look so creepy, though, when they go out there. Like, okay, I I know we're talking about pass gimmicks and stuff like that. But one one of the ladies who I'm referring to is Max the she is super nice. Oh my god, she's a sweetheart. I've never had
1: the pleasure of meeting her. I've seen a bunch of her pictures and videos online, but I've never met her. I would love to meet her. I just I haven't had a chance. once hey, T- she, she
2: puts on that gimmick, she's full throttle, and it, that that's pretty cool because nobody's doing what she's doing, and I love it. I, I've been I've been a mark since uh, I first saw her. I'm like she's different you know what I yeah. mean?
0: now 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 you're talking about max right yeah,
2: yeah. maxine Pillar.
0: yeah 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 like like she does that pull po- she does that post-apocalyptic uh type like mm. mad exactly mad max type and uh but yeah well we're definitely talking about the women of yes uh what well, men and women of yesteryear not the current state but uh, well we while well, we that,
2: in the in- indies uh I, I'm yeah, gonna, we gonna throw in, throw, in a uh, couple uh, of current uh, names. It's not gonna, gonna
0: focus
1: on that
2: I'm gonna name. throw in Psycho Bitch, aka Debbie.
1: Oh my god, I worked her, man. Her oh and her god. partner. She was, she was Debbie Sue at the time. I forget her partner's name. Yeah, yeah me, and, me and Eric Andretti when we were the T-Birds, uh, we we worked her and uh, I have it somewhere on on tape. I think she she kissed me and then Eric came in to make the save and she grabbed him and kissed him and that's how they got the, the the pin. I was like, "Oh my god, I was so shocked that that this happened. Oh, I can't believe what the hell you're doing." And then she I think clotheslined me and beat me that way or something like that. It was so much fun and I loved putting her over. I forgot all about Psycho bitch.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I I loved her like like yo, she uh uh back then like uh, she was one of the students at the at the crew school. It's her? uh I mean, cause she she was a a, a big a big girl. Who's
1: her partner? She was also like a bigger girl. Forget her. Forget uh, Dawn. I do have the DVD. Her, her name's
0: Dawn. Her her partner. She she was Debbie Sue. And you mean Eyes the Hillbillies? Yeah. Yeah. She was Debbie Sue, yeah. and her partner was Dawn. I uh, uh, I can't remember her the gimmick I don't name. I have the
1: DVD somewhere. And uh, or...
0: Chef Gillespie was Papa May.
1: Yeah, like yeah, his birthday just passed last week I think, it was it last week? Maybe it wasn't his birthday, maybe it was uh, something popped up, he popped up on my Facebook memories, that's what it was the other day, I miss that guy that guy was always good to me
2: so he- here's the kick into this um, she was coming up with the gimmick, right of Psycho Bitch I had the pleasure of turning her into Psycho Bitch I was the first one uh, I believe medium beater, figures,
0: like, figures, t, and
2: yeah, next boyfriend story.
0: Yeah, next boyfriend, I started hearing this cycle bitch. And, for real though. And then she
2: went full throttle, and everybody loved it, everybody ate it. She was yep. shaking the I, ring. I first
1: met her in 2000 when I was when I just started training in IWF, and she would come down. And uh, she was the only one that was allowed to use a swear word because they would, they would call her psycho bitch. And they wouldn't allow anyone else to do that or talk like that or say that in promos or anything. But Kevin Knight would let her do it because she had, she had been doing it, I think, or, or she was trying to get it, like, kind of get the, the name out there or, or whatever. Well, and, 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 uh, and then, like, in 2003, I think it was 2004, is when she was doing the Hillbillies. Maybe it was 06 when she started doing the Hillbillies thing. And so me and, uh, me and Eric Andretti wrestled her and, uh, her and Dawn.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, the uh, the bitch part, she spelled it differently, that's why they allowed it. It was B, B, Y, B-B-Y. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I love putting her over, uh, like I said, she was one of the students at the crew school. I helped, I helped a little bit of train training her and stuff like that, especially in the chop session. Uh, she, and she was like, Well, you know, uh, if you're gonna train like a man, uh, uh, you might as well get hit like one too. So, so, oh, yeah. and she was very heavy handed then.
1: Uh, what like is she a, doing now? Is she still is she still wrestling or no? No, no. What is she doing now? Uh,
2: I have no idea. Um, like, is anybody
1: still in touch with her? I would love to get yeah, her on uh, here and just like interview her for a half hour.
2: Uh, I, I I'm in touch with like I work with her sister. Um, uh, get her, her on si- the show. Her sister's an optician.
1: I'll ask her. I would love to I don't know if she would remember me. We only I think we only wrestled her, each other that one time, but Good. I would love to see her and talk to her again. I love that chick. She was always so cool. And I loved the the Hillbillies gimmick. That was hilarious.
0: I'll give her a holler. That sounds like a plan. That would be awesome. Uh, um, And uh, what's next up on our list here of the different random people that we're going Uh, through? I see Joe has something.
1: Yep, I got Papa Shango. That's my next one. When when he made the Ultimate Warrior puke, I was like, that's disgusting, and this guy's hilarious. (laughs) I was, I mean, at first I was scared, of course, but I mean, eventually I met the guy. I'm like, oh, this guy ain't that bad, but he was like when he did the thing where (laughs) he made the Ultimate Warrior throw up and I, I don't remember, was it I think it was just just vomit, right? It wasn't Who did the black was that a uh, oh that was Alexa Bliss. That was like super recent when um when she like spewed out like black gunk or whatever Helen Raw like 6 7 months ago whatever. This was actual like green yellow vomit that Papa Shango put his voodoo spell in the warrior and warrior puked.
0: <laughs> well, well, that's not the only thing. That's not the only thing he did to Warrior. He remember what Warrior standing and he had that black yeah, black crap coming, coming out of
1: the stair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah coming I out that too, But I was thinking about when he puked. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah, it still is actually.
0: Now, 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 for folks that don't remember that far back, though, uh, as far as before Papa Shango, he actually used to work on the Independence as the Soul Taker. Which I think they didn't want to have him a, come in because it's too similar to Undertaker.
1: He was a tag team for a while with the Master of Pain, aka yeah. Undertaker. I have a bunch of that stuff on tape. I gotta find it, man. Undertaker. So they wrestled each other, and then they were they tagged a few times.
0: Yeah, the the whole Papa Shango thing, I really really dig, uh dig that, especially the face pain, and he start coming out. Uh, he had the staff he carried to the ring and stuff. So and 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 didn't it smoke? The the score the on it, didn't it smoke a little bit too?
2: <laughs> I, I believe so. I think so. If I can remember right.
0: Um hello. Okay, you can try to share it. Uh he's trying to show the video share the video clip real quick. No sound though.
1: I think it picks up the sound, right?
0: Uh okay, no. Nah. Oh, there you go. That's where the the gook. Gulk... There it
1: goes. Yeah. I just think this is so funny that I had to show it. That's where the uh, the. All right. That's, I'll skip forward a second because we're gonna. I'm gonna get this cut off, banned off of YouTube. Yeah, I know. One.
0: Oh, my God, the blood. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so all
1: that black crap came down the front of his face, and that was pretty funny. <laughs> I'm not going to show the vomit one because that's disgusting, but that's in there. Google, Google Papa Shango Warrior Puke. You will find it.
2: Wow, does a little like We keep freezing. You're muted?
1: I don't,
0: hear, are you, are you, I don't hear you. There you go. I'm on that? Yeah, okay. Yeah, there's yeah, so sort of, a whole mess of uh, spooky gimmicks out there. Like one, uh, like the thought of just seeing two Undertakers. Like I know we mentioned Undertaker already, but when we see it start having two Undertakers, I was thinking this is going to be badass. You know, when, when Brian Lee was working as the second Undertaker. Uh, oh, my uh he's, uh, I'm sorry, folks. We're not showing it, but he's looking at the whole vomit thing. Uh, he's going to get sick over here.
2: I don't know. When the whole Undertaker versus Undertaker, I was coming to rage, and I was like, you know, this is kind of whack. <laughs> I was like, there's only one? There could be only one, like Highlander? <laughs>
0: uh, I, I, I know we had a lot of cheesy-ass spooky gimmicks. As for oh god, that's the that's all I'm gonna. That's when he threw up on the guy. Yeah,
1: it was pea soup, I think, is what they used. But the uh, that's about it. Yeah, that's when uh, when Papa Shango put a curse on the warrior and made him throw up. And
0: uh... <laughs> oh, that's just too much. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's so gross, <laughs> but it's hilarious. Hey, isn't that Kevin Dunn? I I would not know. <laughs> Yeah, I I know. No, I, I, I know thought it was I Brian Gowers, but
1: he wasn't there back then. But it doesn't have the big buck teeth like Kevin Dunn has. Uh, Kevin Dunn but... supposedly has never uh, been shown on camera in a segment or like that. I don't know. I have no idea. He he, he was shown on Tough Enough. Yeah, but that's not on Oh, no, I'm talking about on a wrestling show. Isn't that I'm a wrestling show? <laughs> no. It's a reality show about training. I'm talking about like you know what I mean, dude. Well, I'm explaining it like he doesn't know what I'm talking about.
0: Well, sometimes you have to. Uh but yeah, in, in history, we know we had a lot of crappy gimmicks that wasn't gonna that was gonna go anywhere. That was uh oh, okay. I that that's definitely a scary one. Yeah, we guys.
1: mentioned Undertaker. We didn't mention uh Paul Bear. I forgot about that so far. Or uh I forgot about that when we talked about Undertaker. Paul Bear was uh, creepier and uh and he was a mortician in real life too, so <laughs> that makes it. I don't know if that makes it creepier or just creepy that he did it. Uh, he portrayed that on TV too, but uh,
0: oh yes,
2: <laughs> it, worked,
0: uh, it, it worked out in his favor.
2: I was already grown, but Kane was intimidating when he first came out. Yes. Yep.
0: I I I I think when he took the mask off finally, that was like the ugly shock. Like oh shit. <laughs>
2: but uh, by that time everybody knew who he was you know what i mean at the beginning nobody had any idea who Kane was so it it, it had a mystique to it yeah
0: now i i know before before we got on there we, we were talking about some of the uh, gimmicks that was supposedly be creepy but they wasn't that great they were like more flops at anything we did mention like uh i know joe mentioned the yeti <laughs>
1: I forgot yeah the Yeti.
0: Yeti.
1: El Gigante.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh like I I really hate the I really hate the Sadist wasn't as creepy cuz he's a friend of ours and God rest his soul he's not with us no more Tim Morrison. When he was the ECW zombie.
1: ECW zombie, yeah. Uh, I, like, I loved I the on... guy,
0: but that wasn't creepy for me.
1: I I loved Tim, and I was on this podcast, and I remember when uh, we did the Paul Enormous Memorial Show, and uh, <laughs> Missy Hyatt was doing a, an interview or a promo or something. She was filming something, and Tim was in the ring doing autographs as the zombie, a zombie that could write his name. That was weird. And he would always do that brains really loud. And like in the middle of film, this thing, Missy Hyatt turns around and she's like, Will you shut the fuck up? <laughs> so oh. they, had this, they had this screaming match back and forth. He was in the ring and she was on the floor, like in the corner of the building. It was so funny. Uh, but yeah, he was a good dude. I, I thought that was more comedy than like. Uh, uh, Scary, but I <laughs> yeah.
2: In ECW, Raven was the creepy guy. Raven was the creepy guy, the, the mysterious dude. You know what I mean? Uh They used to have the Tazmaniac before he turned into the MMA gimmick. But scary, yeah, for sure. know. Like
1: when I mute it, I'm muted, I'm clicking. Uh... All right. Technical difficulties.
0: No, nah, we're working oh, here. No, nah, we're working on the fly here.
1: Yeah, yeah we're, we're trying gonna... to trying to get rid of this echo between uh, the two of us.
0: Be- yeah, yeah, because 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 we're on two separate computers. It's not like how I had the mixer and we're tied in all together. No, so. We have three separate computers. Three. Well, well, yeah, it's, it's only because we're sitting next to each other. That's why. So. Mm. Hey, did we mention Gangrel yet?
2: No, uh, I, I thought we was going to segue into it when uh, you guys brought up Luna.
1: Um, oh, I didn't even fucking stupid me. I didn't even think about that.
2: But, uh, no, that that was a creepy character. We're
1: off the air. Remind me to tell you two Luna Gangrel stories that I can't tell on the air. <laughs> that I was only a part of one of them, but the other one is great, too.
2: Um, New Age creepiness has to be bray wyatt like yeah ain't nobody doing it like he does
1: actually what about the whole wyatt family when they were when they were pushing them hard
2: yeah yeah uh, i remember when uh they feuded with the shield those were some great bastards, yeah
1: Oh, that's a good
0: one. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the whole brood stuff when they start coming up out of the floor with the fire, and they had all three of them. When Christian Edge was like, I liked because they had the the long, uh, creepy. What was the movie? uh interview with with, 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 with a vampire type gimmick. It, yeah, like, they had the long hair. They look uh um like historic. Little, I don't know.
2: And that, they had
0: those uh, shirts.
1: To me, that was like young heartthrobs with a gimmick. You know they were wearing like the Seinfeld puffy shirts, which I was such a gang girl, Mark back in the day in like '96, '97, when they were doing that stuff as part of the Attitude Era. I went out and bought one of those puffy shirts. That's the I don't even know if I still have it or if I gave it to uh to Jason Karloff a million years ago because I tore his in a match once by accident and I felt bad. I'm like, you know what, I have one of these in my house, I'll just bring it to your house. He was living over in Lynnhurst at the time and I brought it to him, but. Yeah, Gangrel, like they used to wear those. If, you, if you've ever seen the Seinfeld episode, the Puffy shirt, it's the same shirt that Seinfeld wore in that episode. So I went out and bought one. I was, this shirt is great. I never wore it in public, but I went and bought the Gangrel. I don't know if Gangrel, Dave, uh, even knows that, but I bought the Puffy shirt because he wore it.
0: <laughs> All right, I quit. I quit the Look. show now. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> hey,
1: you know, I'm going to bring up one from the past that. People today may not even know, although they are watching. If I remember correctly, his kid is on NXT, and that's uh Waylon Mercy. Isn't, isn't Von Wagner his son, or no? Or, yeah, isn't Von Wagner Waylon Mercy's kid?
0: No, uh, Von, Von Wagner is uh, I believe it's Mike Blooms of the Wrecking Crew of the Beverly Brothers. Oh, okay, that's his okay. kid. And okay, as far- I love
1: those guys, man. I liked them when they were when they were the freaking Wrecking Crew, before they were the Beverly Brothers, Mike Enos and Wayne Bloom. Okay, uh, I knew I knew uh, Van Wagner was somebody's kid, but uh, but yeah, Waylon Mercy, A.K.A. formerly Danny Spivey, which is the uh, the gimmick or character that inspired the Bray Wyatt character, Bray Wyatt gimmick. Um, Danny Spivey, man. I mean, Waylon. Well, Danny Spivey, Waylon Mercy. Uh, he was uh, that guy was scary. He would like he had this like circle, I think it was like I, I don't have a picture of him in front of me, but he had like some kind of like it's like painted on his head. Uh, Cape Fear, yeah, yeah. Cape Fear is a good movie. The original one's great, and the De Niro one. I had but, uh, I had
0: my mic off when I was just saying that.
1: I'm stupid. I, I think it picked up over here, maybe. <laughs> <I> oh, <don't know. laughs> uh, but yeah, dude. Waylon Mercy is a. Sp- the hell out of me when I was a kid. That was like because he had that dagger painted. On. I was like, "Why? He's a, he's a knife tattooed on his head. Uh, but he would like climb, a, he would do promos from like the top of a ladder with like this whole, he had like a Hawaiian shirt on, which like looked, you know, happy and whatever and goofy. And then he would like talk and he talked like Jake almost like low and like low and slow. and And it was like just, just creepy, dude. Yeah, we gotta be there in like an hour and a half. Or I gotta be
0: there an the hour and a half. Oh, I'm muted. Yep, yep. So Joey's gonna plug the event that uh we have today uh as we're getting ready to go off the air, and then I have some other plugs I'm gonna uh play for y'all. I'm, like I said, I am so, I apologize. I'm messing with this mute button here. I don't usually mess with that, but okay. So, uh, Joe, uh, take it away.
1: All right. This afternoon, we've been plugging this for a couple of weeks now. This afternoon, NFW, Northern Federation Wrestling, my first day uh, officially working for the company. <laughs> Uh, Richfield Park Phil Sheridan Building, A.K.A. the Knights of Columbus, on Bergen Ave. in uh, Richfield Park, New Jersey, is their championship challenge, 16-person tournament to fir- to crown the first champion. This, I believe, is their sixth or seventh event, uh, second one in Richfield Park, and I believe most will be in that building going forward. Um, so, if we have the uh, the photos, there we go. Um, the graphics, I should say. Uh, don't know the order of the matches, but uh, these are will, these will be at least few of the matches you're going to see today. Charlie Tiger versus versus Big Vin um, as part of the first round of the championship tournament. Another. First round matches, Ellis Taylor versus YoYo. This one I'm looking forward to a lot. Some of the guys in the show I'm not familiar with. Some of them I have uh, seen in the past. Mikey Skyros I'm familiar with. I mean, I've known him. Well, I, I still call him Mikey, but Mike Skyros I'm familiar with. I've seen him. I, I've seen him. I've been on shows with him. I've known him for a while now. Uh, him against Austin Luke, another first round match. I believe there's only like three, two or three that are not tournament matches Um, in, uh, today in uh, Richmond Park. Uh, Jaden Newman, I'm not familiar with Masha Slamovich. I'm very familiar with. I've known her since before she was even in the business. Uh, she's probably my favorite female wrestler just cause I love her. So again, another first round match for the tournament. Um, Griffin McCoy against Dylan McKay. Uh, not the same one from Beverly Hills. Um, also in the, <laughs> the first, first round of the championship tournament today, uh, TJ Crawford against Akira. Uh, I'm looking forward to this one. I'm not familiar with uh, TJ Crawford. I am familiar with Akira, um, which I believe we've never actually met in person, but I've seen a lot of his work. I'm a big fan of that guy. Um, Marcus Mathers against The Whisper. I'm not familiar with The Whisper very much. I've seen pictures and stuff. I don't think I think don't think I've ever seen him wrestle, but I am familiar with Marcus Mathers. Both really good. I'm definitely looking forward to this match as well uh reed walker and gabriel sky gabriel sky uh i've seen in this building actually for uh was it invictus or was it magic you tell me i don't remember
0: gabriel sky was on both
1: okay Okay. then it was both (laughs) anyway uh here we go non-tournament match leo Spauer against brett ryan goslin um of course, we don't know the fo- we don't know the next few matches that are that are going to be coming up, but uh, because we don't know what's going on with these first round matches. But, um, check it out. It will be live. Actually, if you can't make it to the venue, it will be live streamed on IWTV. Um, and I believe uh, bell time or uh, live, you know what I mean, showtime is 3 p.m. Uh, if you're coming to the venue, doors are 2 p.m and live bell time is 3 p.m so please come check it out again my first time working for this company i'm very much looking forward to it we have a lot of cool stuff i uh, had about a half hour little powwow with the with the uh, the boss last night we got a lot of cool stuff coming up um that i'm, I'm super excited about including some some guys that will be joining our roster that I, i'm looking forward to i recommend it and i cannot wait to have them on board so again NFW tonight. Uh Twitter, Instagram, Facebook are all NFW2021, NFW2021. Come down and check out the tournament, man, for the first uh, NFW title, first NFW championship I should say.
0: All right. Uh that's going on today here in uh, in uh, over in Ridgefield Park, New Jersey at the Knights of Columbus or the what the Sheraton building whatever they call it uh. no, no Phil Sheraton Sheraton <laughs> is a different building whatever the Phil Sheraton You can afford them. All right, but yeah, I'm so used to calling it the Knights of Columbus. Yeah. Uh but we do have a video sent to us by our good friend Mr. Pete DeLong as uh he's going to give you people some insight of what's what you can catch next weekend around the
3: area. So Pete, take it away. What's up, wrestling fans? Are you looking for a place to go to hear all about the interesting people, places, and promotions within the professional wrestling universe for this upcoming weekend, specifically geared towards the northeastern region? Well, look no further. You're in luck. Welcome to Weekly Wrestling Reviews with Peter DeLong. This upcoming weekend is going to close out the spooky season, and there is so much incredible action jam-packed in the entire weekend, so we're going to jump right into it. The weekend of Halloween! Starting it off on Thursday, October 27th, head over to Williamstown, New Jersey at the H2O Wrestling Center as Sean Henderson presents Colby Carino's Painted Black. Among a stellar card stands out a tag team match that everyone should be watching as the recently reunited Ugly Ducklings return to the Northeast to take on The Rep. Then on to Friday, October 28th, looking for a party in Atlantic City? The Anchor Rock Club has you covered. Electric Halloween Music and Arts Festival will be going down in the streets of Atlantic City. It's a two-day festival, and one of the features being presented, you guess it, professional wrestling. Pro Wrestling After Dark presents Electric Halloween. Make sure to wear a costume and possibly a coat for this outside event, and get yourselves ready for the main event. As ECW original Gary Wolf, Pitbull number one, takes on Vincenzo in a casket match. Further north in East Hampton, Massachusetts, Pro Wrestling Grind celebrates their one-year anniversary. Establishing themselves as a breakout promotion in the Northeast, Pro Wrestling Grind puts together another tremendous card. One of the highlights is a first-time matchup between the rabid honey badger Ryan Mooney and the workhorseman Anthony Henry. Moving on to Saturday, October 29th at the Inman Center in Amsterdam, New York. An all-ages show for a one-night-only Dynasty reunion show. Among the talent already announced, one that stands out for me is High Voltage Omar. Over to the Hart Ballroom in Newark, New Jersey, ICW No Holds Barred returns with Deathmatch Horror Story. And this will be the night that Lucky 13 makes his return to the ring after recovering from an injury. And he's got his work cut out for him as he takes on the deathmatch samurai, Akira. If you're going to be further up north, stop in Yarmouth, Maine and check out Limitless Wrestling as they present Fresh Blood. Being taped for IWTV, this is going to be a fantastic show with a highlight being a first time ever matchup between the Princess of the Northeast Becca going up against the Canadian legend Lefisto, And then on Sunday October 30th we're back to Williamstown, New Jersey at the H2O compound for Bound by Blood. An incredibly stacked card with a standout matchup for me being the fatal four-way for the Danny Havoc Hardcore Championship as newly crowned champion Brandon Kirk defends his title against Bam Sullivan, Jeff Cannonball and Neil Diamond Cutter. And on Halloween, Monday, October 31st, stick around at the H2O compound for an IWTV taping as they present Hardcore Halloween Return. So much crazy action going on in this show, including Hustle and War Games, a two-ring, two-cage extravaganza. On one side, Matt Tremont and the Angels of Death. And on the other, Kennedy Copeland and the following. If you want more weekly updates on the goings-on in the Northeast area of the professional wrestling scene, make sure to head over to my YouTube page, hit the like, hit subscribe, and tell your friends with updates each week. It's a great place to go to get all the information you need for upcoming professional wrestling events every weekend. Thanks to Body Slam's podcast for having me, and thanks for watching, folks. Until next time, get out there and enjoy some wrestling.
0: Bro. Awesome. Thank you Peter DeLong for giving us a shout out. As we're showing much love to you go, uh, like he said, go check out his uh social media as well, uh the YouTube page. You can see some of his uh past work as well. Uh if you're a promotion out there that's looking to get your uh show plugged, get noticed, peace to man right there. And he also does voiceover work if you need con uh uh for a commentary as well on your product, reach out to him. He's he's more than a uh, he'll check his schedule and uh, see if he can make it. Uh, and uh, Joe, uh, you, you have something a treat for us.
1: I don't know if it's a treat, I just wanted to uh, to okay. plug okay. this one more time. Uh, can we get how do you get rid of the graphics on the bottom so it doesn't cover the screen? Uh, so I just wanted to plug the Tony Storm thing again one more time today at uh pandora's box in lafayette new jersey you got the address right there 191 Rue 15 lafayette 973-827-3003 pandora's box come check out tony storm today 12 o'clock in about an hour 12 p.m to 3 p.m she'll be there for three hours tickets right there bitly bit.ly slash meet tony for tickets uh not sure how much they are I didn't actually look that up but just go anyway go go meet her go hang out say hello Tell her tell her you heard about her on or you heard about this on Body Slam's podcast. She has no idea who we are anyway. That's all. Just wanted to put that over real quick. Thank you.
0: Uh muted. I'm muted. I I was muted. Okay. I was just trying to figure out if T was awake or not. His eyes were like like glazed uh, I'm shut awake. All right. All right.
2: I'm I'm uh, just relaxing. I'm...
0: Of course, you are, of... course
2: you are i, I can't right, got... find the right angle for my laptop on my hands so that's why i move a lot
0: all right we're ready to get off the air here we have uh um some fun that we got to take care of today so uh but before we go off like i'm gonna give uh much love and thank you to everyone out there who tunes in and watches us go to buy dot like share comment subscribe
1: I want to thank my wife for a wonderful breakfast.
0: Yes, yes. And thank you, Jojo. Thank you a lot. We are
1: body slams. Thank you to Angela yeah. Image.
0: Yeah. Uh, like, share, comment, and subscribe on all of our platforms. We're on uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram as well. And uh, Joe, uh, today we are streaming this to a new uh, uh,
1: new platform. Yeah, my uh, my Joey Image TV Facebook page which you can go on there facebook.com slash real joey image like the page please i can use the uh, exposure um and i don't know that's about it
0: (laughs) all right for uh today's by podcast uh we will hear from uh our man matt turner over at the stardom class it'll be his plug to to wrap us up out of here but uh oh wow yes the hell with sheets sheets is dead
3: wow wow
1: no no she, Sheets is really good too. Wawa's good. I like rudders a lot. And uh in Jersey we have Quick Check, which is not, not as good as any of the other three. I'm... But we have some Wawas around here too that uh that uh, well nothing close, but I wanna around. go to I wanna go to Bucky's one time. I've never <laughs> been to a Bucky's before, but man, people a lot of people told me I gotta go check one out.
0: <laughs> uh didn't uh this guy had a video on his blog, um uh, Ethan Page. Didn't he do a. I think he did a. I think when he got I don't watch
1: his stuff. I I didn't know he had a vlog or whatever. I don't watch him.
0: Every wrestler has a
1: vlog now. Yeah,
0: nowadays. Yeah.
1: I don't. Uh (laughs) The only stuff I watch on YouTube are all nerdy tech computer stuff. I don't watch wrestling stuff on YouTube usually.
0: All right. For the uh, one viewer, maybe two viewers that we had watching us while we're live, uh, thank you for uh, tuning in and watching us, though. Thank you,
2: Uh, you two faithfuls.
0: Yes, we love you. Oh, I don't know. I, oh no, Flex is on uh va- vacation. He's down. Uh, he was down in the Car- uh in the Caribbean and stuff like that on a cruise ship, and uh now I think he's over in Mexico now. He's doing two weeks oh in Mexico. Uh, so,
1: so now he's not Flex. He's Mex. Yeah, he's Mex. He's in Flexco.
0: Yeah, he's yeah, Mexico. he's Mex Willer. Mex Willer. Uh, no, it's actually his his his, his wife's uh birthday. It was, and uh, I guess he took her. On a big cruise and a big getaway for her, yeah. in yeah, they're
1: in Flexico, yeah,
0: yeah. Mex Willer is in Flexico,
1: yeah, not Mexico. All right, well, well I hope he, I hope they have a great time. I, I didn't know, oh, from away the pics I, I saw, I
0: dude, from, from the pics I saw, they're having a tremendous time. to fly. I wish I was there, wish I was there. Uh, <laughs>
2: he didn't, he, he, did, he wouldn't wish that. <laughs> he like yeah, it. <laughs> he liked- yeah, well, Go away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, folks. For this week's uh, episode of the Biaslands podcast, Breakfast and Lands, I'm Chio. That's Joe. T's down below, downstairs, right there, about to fall asleep on his chair. And uh, you're watching us on the Biaslands uh, you yeah! Hey! All right. <laughs> we are, <laughs> we are. It's almost like we're in the same room. I know. It's scary. Holy shit. T, where you at? You should be over here
2: oh no i worked uh
0: <laughs> all right folks thanks for tuning again tune in one more time here's our man matt turner with the stardom cast hello everyone this is matt turner join me and my co-host
3: rob goodwin every friday morning as we host the stardom Cast. it's a podcast where we talk about everything about the fantastic professional wrestling world that is stardom uh,
0: we have news notes reviews, and reviews, again, every Friday, the Stardom Cast. Check it out.